attention, I feel when I went product to my toes. Attention, I feel when I'm surrounded by these hoes. What's up, y'all? Stacks here, man. Uh, oh, man. What a couple of days in a row it's been. Uh, or it's going, I guess. Uh, not even a whole lot happening. You know, not even remarkable days in a row just fucking days in a row man Uh, it's been increasingly hard lately to be my best self I guess you could call it Uh, I don't know I mean that's such a to me that's such a such a cliche phrase now isn't it you know, everybody be the best you, you know, be the best you can be. Isn't that isn't that always the worst advice any guest speaker or, or can give you? Or if you, you meet your hero and you, you ask them a question or something and their response is, you know, just be the best you that you can be. Isn't that shitty advice? It's like no advice. It's like saying nothing. It's like you might as well just spit in my face, man. Like you didn't really say anything. Be the best me I can be. You know, what is that? What is the best me I can be? And it's, I don't know, it's hard to keep track of what that could be um, because of, you know, the other human nature forces at work where I don't, I can't speak for anybody else, but I've got this, this terrible feature about myself where it's like I always... For some stupid odd reason, I, I romanticize the past for some weird reason. Like just and, and it's I'll say it, it's it's something that has caused me a great deal of problems and uh, trauma and shit, I guess you could say throughout my younger years. But I guess that's what getting better is, you know, at at my older age. I recognize it. Now. I can I can recognize and isolate it where it's like, bro. I don't know why you're having all these weird positive thoughts, but, you know, let's run down the facts. Uh, that shit was not well. That shit was terrible. Whatever was going on or where you were at, you know, it, any everything comes to an end for a reason. All things stop for a reason. Um, you know, but I say all that to say I like I romanticize the way I felt, you know, at past points in my life or past times or something. And it's like I'm always in this perpetual cycle now where it's like I feel like I just can't be my best self because I'm I'm picturing some past version, not even necessarily a past version of me. Like when I say past, I'm not even saying like a long time. I'm talking like, you know, like like months. Like this is like a small window thing. It's like like I feel like two two months ago I was just so locked in. Uh, I was just getting stuff done. I was just so much better. And now what happened? Like, <laughs> like I was, I was just on my shit and now I can't get nothing done. Everything's going wrong. Uh, I'm always, you know, and I'm just, I'm romanticizing this guy two months ago that, you know, probably felt the same as I felt now, uh, <laughs> for no better reason than some time has passed. I felt like that guy just 60 days ago was so much more on his shit. He was he was he was just so more locked in than this guy that I am now. And it's uh it's annoying. 
it's annoying, man. It's just, uh, it's just annoying. You feel like you're chasing something that's not real. It's just like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's not real. That, that, that two months ago, you're still that guy. Like, <laughs> that's still you. Or maybe not, you know? I mean, that's the scary part. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe you really have slipped in those two months and a lot drastic has happened. And this is the reason you're feeling like shit lately. <laughs> because in this short period of time, uh, you have fallen off the wagon completely. And, uh, you know, you're not romanticizing the past. That guy just two months ago is the better version of you. What's ha- What happened? And I guess that's the, the shitty part of feeling fucked up is you got to you, you try to trace it to a source. You know, you try to trace to what happened, what happened or what are you thinking about? But I feel like that might be even the more depressing part, because you when you when you go through all of that and you're just like, I mean, bro, I don't care. <laughs> like, do I feel fucked up right now because of X, Y and Z? And then you really think about it it's like, no, <laughs> no, I'm sure a therapist would tell me yes. But I mean, realistically, no, <laughs> it's an excuse. I could cough up some things, but I mean, are they bothering you like that? I mean, not really. <laughs> you know. I don't know, man. The human condition is weird. It's weird. Struggle to understand it. You know, you're 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 constantly chasing this thing called happiness, but it it doesn't exist without the opposite. Happiness doesn't exist without sorrow. You know, it doesn't, it's not, you know, you would, if everybody was just always happy, then happy wouldn't be a thing. It wouldn't even be exciting. But it's almost like, I mean, you're supposed to ignore that part or not think about it. If you think about it, it's crippling. (laughs) You're supposed to just not think about the fact that in order for you to be a happy person, you know, like, like just mathematically speaking, you would say in order to be a, a, relatively happy person for a sustained amount of time you're gonna have to have been a relatively miserable person for a sustained amount of time it's the only way it's i mean mathematically speaking it's the only way it's possible you know according to the math according to the math that's that's out there that's the only way it can happen i don't know to me that equation sucks (laughs) that's a shitty equation these are my only options, man. This, this is my playbook here. It's a shitty equation. I don't know. It's a shitty equation, but I mean, it's it's cool though. It's it's the you know human emotions are almost like capitalism in a sense where like something's got to you know somebody's got to lose. You know somebody's got to lose. If you want to feel the highest of emotional human highs. You're going to have to risk the lowest of emotional human lows, you know, and it's uh, it's just the, you know, sometimes it's calculated and any t- other times it's just the fuck you, you know, any given Sunday type shit, just a dice roll, baby roulette, put it on black, you know, sometimes it's no, it's no for no better reason than your fucking number hit. <laughs> for no better reason. But yeah, man, I, I don't know. I, I wandered. I got I got super off topic, man. You know, just 
talking about the idea of your best self. You know. I don't know. It's a complicated concept, man. It's something I feel, I guess, you have to strive for, but can, you know, when you think about it, can never truly attain. You know? Because, I mean, one or two things happen. You know, you're either going to, you reach the point where you say, yeah, I, I am my best self. And then it's like, well, if you're best self, you're your best self, then what the fuck? How do you, you know, what do you do from here? What next? Or maybe your best self sucks. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm being facetious, I guess, but you know, I don't know. What is your best self? I mean, really? Other than, you know, to circle back to what I something I talked to in one of my earlier episodes. Uh circle back to that constant fight between who you wanna be and who you really are. When you think of the idea of being your, you know, I just, I started this, started this with the phrase, man. I just, lately, I feel like I just haven't been able to be my best self. Does that mean the guy I want to be? Or the guy that I am? You know? Which one of those is my best self? What I'm having fallout from not feeling up to who, you know? Am I feeling like shit because I'm not being true to myself lately, or am I feeling like shit because I'm not striving to be the guy I'm supposed to be? What a fucking headache, you know? Give me a printout. Give me something. You know, I don't know, man. I got a lot of shit going in my head, man. I know um, a lot of people push therapy. Therapy is a real, real sexy thing to, to toss around these days, man. Therapy, you know, go to therapy. Therapy, sexy. Uh, you got Tony Soprano in therapy, you know. But see, that was that's my problem. That is my my problem. My pushback with therapy is that I don't know. I don't know if it maybe maybe you can argue the media's conditioned me to be this way, but the shit I be seeing on TV, that's the type of therapy I want. Like the Tony Soprano therapy. I'm sitting chair to chair and we're talking about like you know we're kicking shit about heavy ass shit and you're you're analyzing me and breaking me down and really hitting me with you know shit that I'm not seeing about myself. Like that that's I'll pay for that. My insurance money can pay for that. But uh on a hot mic, once again, uh I open up a ways back. A ways back, you know, some years back, uh I found myself in a place where uh, I took a stab at it. And I decided, hey man, I'll take a stab at therapy. And uh I mean, for just for me personally, my mistake, the mistake I made, I, I can say, you know, I, it was just a one-time thing. Uh, I went to like a couple sessions, like three or four, and I haven't gone anywhere since. But I will say, I can say right off the bat, one of the mistakes just me personally, I can say I made is that I definitely should have went to a woman and not a man. I went to a black dude. He was kind of like a, a younger, I don't know, he was probably mid-30s, maybe 40s, 
uh, you know, late thirties, forty, you know, type. He was he was kind of young. Like he wasn't that old. He was kind of young, black guy. Um, but I definitely should have went to a woman just off the strength. I feel like women are just by default better listeners. I feel like women are just better listeners than men by just by default. Like not even you know, not even no fault to any any man out there that considers himself a good listener. I just feel like women are just. It's one of them things. Just they're just by by default, nobody really makes you feel heard like a woman does. Like let's just let's just be transparent. No, nobody does. You know, your your boys make you feel heard and felt in it through a through a language of you know shared experiences or similar experiences. You know, what I mean, y'all have shit in common, or you've experienced the same things, or you've gone through stuff individually that is you talk about and you find similarities in and shit. But like when you're explaining things to a woman who never gone through the shit you're talking about whatsoever. They can still make you feel, you know, understood and heard. So naturally, I feel like, just for me, my personal opinion, not knocking no male therapists out there. It's not what this is about. I'm just talking about for me. Uh, I felt like, I feel like a female probably would have given me a better experience. Uh, but it was young black dude, and he was cool, man. That's the funny part. He was cool. We would kick shit, man. Uh, we would talk. You know what I mean? Uh, I talked to him, you know, we talked to him a little, you know, a little bit about shit going on in my life. And, uh, you know, it was, it was, I'll put it like, it just, the whole thing, it just felt like I was paying to kick shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just, and I get it. I get that, you know, they, they kick you with the whole thing where it's kind of like, you know, this is your therapy, you know, this is, you know, this is your thing. So you kind of lead and, um, show you where to go or whatever. And, it was one of the things where I was, I don't know, man. I was like, that's the, I was like, I don't need somebody to talk to. You know what I mean? Like I have people to talk to. I got plenty of people to talk. I surround myself with great people. Um, took me a long time to do that. Took me a long time to get here, but I truly and genuinely, although it sucks, I'm not able to see them more often. For the most part, I surround myself with great people. I got people to talk to. If I'm up in here, uh, you know, tapping out these insurance dollars that I pay a premium for weekly. <laughs> Quite frankly, um, I'm expecting an elevated level of conversation in here, man. You know, I'm expecting I'm expecting conversation. And I don't know, maybe that puts pressure on the situation, but I'm expecting an I'm, I'm expecting something that I'm expecting me and you to have a type of dialogue that I'm not getting anywhere else in my life. That's what I'm expecting from a therapist And maybe media has made me Condition me to feel that way But that's just you know between books And shit like and that maybe that's my problem Between media and books I've read It's you know famous people and their accounts Of uh, I read Charlemagne Charlemagne's second book wasn't a fan of it But his first book Black Privilege uh, Great great read I recommend anybody Go grab that Charlemagne the God Black Privilege uh, It was a great book man Really great book uh, and he talked a little bit. It might not even have been in that one. In the second book, it might have been the second book he made. It was like all about therapy, and that was kind of the problem. It kind of got away from um, the stuff that made the first book so great. But he was highlighting, you know, his therapy experience and shit like that. And I was like, man, see, this is the type of experience um, I would, I need. You know what I mean? Because it was one of them things where I'm just going to be transparent and share my experience where I, w- I would leave them sessions. I would kind of almost feel worse about myself because I feel like, dog, I just basically, yo, I just 
basically paid to just you know kick it kick shit with this dude like i don't got no homies or something like like i don't got no friends like i mean this was cool and all like but i, I could have did this with somebody like i got people i could do this with And that's just how I felt. You know, I'm not taking it. I'm not, you know, I'm not really trying to make no splat. I imagine therapy is different for everybody because, I mean, people I've told this to, um, I've heard that in therapy, you're supposed to go. You're supposed to go around until you find somebody that you you really click with. And then that's how you kind of move forward. I only went to one person. Uh, Clearly, I didn't click with him. Uh, I never did it again. But. I don't know. I'm starting to see uh, this microphone right here. It's a great form of therapy. Uh, just putting putting sound in my thoughts. You know what I mean? Uh, just getting it out there. You know, sometimes you just got to get shit out. Sometimes it's not even necessarily that uh, you need to be heard. Uh, or you need to feel understood. You just need to get it out. This shit is bubbling around your chest. Just need to get it out. Somewhere, something. Just need to get it out. So, uh, you know, maybe, maybe that's how uh, this thing goes. Some of these Stack Slattery podcast episodes go. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I don't know. My my therapy experience just it just just didn't click for me. I didn't get anything out of it after four sessions. Uh, didn't get anything out of it. Uh, you know, ironically, it was uh, it was me who pulled myself out of out of that place. And that's how it goes. You know what I mean? Uh, again, once again, here on the Stacks Lowry podcast, we never speak for everybody, but I imagine there's some people that can feel me on that. I guess we're. Your life is almost just kind of a perpetual back and forth of falling into these kind of dark states. And the only way you're able to turn it around really truly is for nothing better than just kind of getting sick of yourself. Just get sick of yourself. You get sick of what you're thinking. You get sick of what you're seeing. I mean, you just get sick of it all. And um, you start marching the opposite direction. And that's when it picks up. You know, you find yourself feeling like shit or you find yourself down, but it's almost like the guiding light at the tunnel is you're like, bro, I felt like this before. This isn't the first time I've been here. Uh, this isn't the first time I felt like this. And that right there is proof that uh, <laughs> I turn it around. <laughs> you know, that's proof. It's proof that you turn it around because you don't feel like that congruently. It's not like, oh, my God, I've always felt like that. That's how you circle back to my earlier point about romanticizing the past. It's like the guy, that guy back then what didn't feel like this. So you know it wasn't always like this. You know that. You just got to figure it out. You just got to get sick of yourself and figure it out. Make a conscious decision. This isn't how this shit is going to keep going. So what I'm going to do right now is stop talking all that goofy shit, preaching over a goddamn microphone and um, take some of my own goddamn advice and turn this shit around, flip the script, whatever it is that's got you off, 
flip the script, sharpen up, tighten up. Two things you can't get back are time and money. And every day that goes by, uh, <laughs> you spend them both. So it's cool to be down. Sooner or later, you got to tighten the fuck up. I mean, that's just being an adult, I guess. That shit get overwhelming at times, man. Especially when you jump into this ownership game, man. Just always somebody in your fucking pocket, man. That shit gets to you. I, I don't know, man. I'm As a man that's about my paper, man, that shit gets to me emotionally, man. I'm emotionally attached to my money. It's fucking crazy That sounds nuts That sounds nuts When I say that out loud That sounds nuts But when your pockets Are getting taxed I mean who feels good Who feels good When your pockets Are getting slapped You're at a fucking party Hanging out You done bought a bottle You're looking like A fucking star And then some fucking Six foot ten Yo, white guy, muscle to the you know, muscle to the neck, walks up to you, move parts of sea of people to walk up to you and pat your fucking pockets down because you owe money. Um, how the fuck do you feel? <laughs> how does it feel? How do you feel? You don't feel great. You don't feel great. You know why you don't feel great? Because you know there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. It's going. It's going down. Oh, I stomped that nigga out. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Get slammed through a table in front of in front of a club full of people. Yeah, all right, bro. I hear you talking. <laughs> it's nothing you can do. He's coming for what you owe him. He's coming for. He's coming with force. Everybody's got their motherfucking hand out, man. Oh man. They say buying buying a crib. People say you buy a house. People say congratulations. I thought that shit was so funny, man. When people congratulated me on buying a house, I thought it was so funny. I thought it was so funny. You know, of course I'm being facetious. It's a good thing, you know. You're congratulating me on a big step and accomplishment, but you know me. You know, I look at things through a different lens, man. And I don't know, just from where I'm sitting. It seems like you're congratulating me for spending money I don't have. <laughs> you're saying, hey, man, congratulations. You just signed the next 30 years of your life away because you don't have any of that money right now. <laughs> you don't know what's going to happen in the next 30 weeks of your life, but you just signed on the dotted line for the next 30 years. Let that sink in, man. The next 30, I have absolutely no idea what the next 30 weeks of my life look like. No idea. But I know, uh, barring, uh, barring some drastic, barring a sale or some drastic change, barring a sale, a drastic change or a move, I know I'm on the hook. I know exactly how much money I'm on the hook for 
uh, for the next 30 years. It's crazy to me, man. <laughs> it's crazy to me. It's crazy to me to look at these numbers on a paper, a piece of paper that I don't have. crazy man it's a lot of money it's a lot of money you're you're using theoretical dollars you're selling you're selling time that you you're you're selling wages that you haven't made yet could you imagine doing that could you imagine loaning a person money you imagine your boy comes over your house says hey man i need a loan man i need like i need two grand man i got these tickets And he proposes to pay you that two grand back with interest over the next 30 years of his life. <laughs> like, it's just the it's just the crazy thing to think of. Like, bro, you're the next 30. You're, you're committing to pay me for the next 30 years of your life. Thus locking yourself into a situation where you have three options. Uh, pay me. Find a find a way to. Hand this property off via a sale or some sort or lose it. But one of those three things is going to happen to you in this agreement you just entered with me. This thing you just locked yourself into, uh, that's what's going to happen. It's going to happen. I'm going to get my money from you. I'm going to get my money from somebody else or you're going to be fucked. That's the playbook, baby. Play ball. It's crazy, man. That shit is heavy, man. I don't know, man. That shit is that shit is heavy. But you got to do it cuz I mean it's America, right? It's America. It's America. They're living the dream. They're living the dream. And once again, you know how we get down here on this show. It's no pity party and it's no complaining about anybody. We're very, you know, I like to think we're very blessed here. My, anybody listening here in this household? I mean, it's, it's great. It's a great time. I'm thankful for everything I got going on. But you also got to be, you know, got to shoot straight with yourself. That's just my thing. I just don't believe in lying to myself. I know so many people that lie to their homies, to their bitches, to their parents. You know, and I look at all that and I say, man, I don't know. I'm not a guy that's going to sit here and judge you because, you know, let's let's be honest. Name a time when anybody hasn't done all, you know. Name a time when you ain't told a lie to somebody you shouldn't have. You know, I'm not, I don't judge you for that. But one thing I do judge you for is the lies I watch you tell yourself. The lies I watch people tell themselves. That's one thing that I'm just not about. You know what I'm saying? You can lie to, you can lie to the fucking world, man. Just don't lie to yourself. Like, 
that's 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 the crazy part when you just you turn the spout on yourself and start drinking your own fucking Kool Aid, and then you're that's then you're a lunatic. You're officially a lunatic now because you're not you're not even a person anymore because deep down you don't even realize, you know, what you're doing. You're just lost now. Because you're telling yourself lies. You're lying to everybody around you and you're telling yourself lies. Don't lie to yourself. And that's just not something I do. I, I believe you can you can be honest and appreciative. I believe both of those things can exist. something doesn't necessarily mean you don't appreciate it it means you're a human being you critique everything you critique your relationships you critique your job you critique your friendships you critique your friends themselves you critique everything kind of a little bit in your head it makes you human the stuff you choose to say out of your mouth determines the type of person you are but these thoughts, they make you a human being. They make you human. That's all. Don't lie to yourself. There's people that tell themselves things are amazing. Their life is great. Shit is amazing. Everything is so great. And, you know, their shit's falling apart perpetually. I know so many people that are like that. I know some people that are like that. And it's like your life's falling apart Perpetually, you keep making the same mistakes um, because you think everything's so fine. You keep doing this, running on the same rat wheel, and you keep getting the same results. And it's like, bro, I just can't help but feel like if you were to take these rose-colored glasses that you see your life in um, off your face, you would see where the fires are and could get to work putting them out. That's the thing about critiquing your life. Uh, it's only. It's only bad if you don't plan to do anything those are the worst people the people that are fortunate and are blessed and have things and they sit back and critique their life and critique on and name all these problems and then don't do anything to change it that's the shit i can't get behind it's okay to have notes to be critical about certain things or whatever but do, what are you doing about it what are you doing about it I feel like that's where the appreciation comes in. You do something about it. A wheel's fucked up on your car. You don't throw your hands up and try to get a new car. This car's great, but this fucking wheel's off. So what do I do? I do something about it. Go get it fixed. No, I'm good. You can always do better. You should always strive for better. But I guess something I struggle with personally is, I guess, in my my ever pursuit for better, uh, when I fall short, I just kind of crush myself. Just kind of crush everything I'm doing. Everything just kind of seems like it just all it's just all bad. And that shit sucks because I'm a person uh, that fails perpetually. I've learned the hard way my whole life. Anything you see me doing right, anything, anything 
I've ever done or you've ever seen me do that made you think, man, that's a savvy guy. Man, that guy knows what's going on. That's a smart move right there. It's because I fucked up. It's because I fucked it up. I've seen what the opposite looks like. Thankfully, I was blessed with the ability to learn from my mistakes. As a person who only makes mistakes, uh, I do a lot of learning uh, frequently, every day. Every day. Trying to chrome delete my car right now. Uh, Decided to spray it instead of vinyl because I'm not going to go back. I'm just doing the trim. And uh, did did a slap dash tape job. Slap dash tape job. So now I'm, you know, trying to wedge it and use it. I mean, I'm not going to bore you with the details, but a mistake. <laughs> Fucking mistake. <laughs> you know, this is the fucking playbook, man. But, you know, just got to get active, man, I guess. Got to get active. It's nothing wrong with seeing improvements or ways that you can better your station, but it only becomes wrong when you forget that when you start start lying to yourself and saying things are good when they're not and you need to make a change, or you do the vice versa and you start lying to yourself, saying things are terrible um, when you lived an incredibly privileged existence. You know what I mean? That's the things we like to do. Just because things can get better don't mean things are bad. <laughs> Just because things can be better don't mean shit is bad. Shit can be great. <laughs> shit can be amazing. And that's what I'm trying to focus on. You know, it's something I'm 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 working to absorb into my repertoire. Just because things can be better, don't mean they ain't amazing right now. Things can always be better. And you should always strive for that. It's a good goal. It's a good goal to have because you're 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 never gonna catch it. That's the beauty. If you strive to always be better, you'll be working forever. And that's not a bad thing I suppose it becomes a bad thing When that work gets a little choppy And you get discouraged Then it becomes kind of a burden Because you feel like you're disappointing yourself And that's the shittiest part Disappointing yourself you know That's the shitty part And it's like damn yo I said I wasn't gonna do this I knew this was gonna happen and I still did it I knew this I, You know what I mean I knew how this shit was gonna turn out And I still made this goofy ass play That's that's, You know what I mean Because you know better Because you didn't learn from your mistakes You know as people that learn If you're a person that learns 
from your mistakes. Making the same mistake twice is gut-wrenching. If you're in a highly adaptable person that learns from the mistakes they make, any time or any point in your life where you've made the same mistake twice, it hurt more than the initial mistake. It's almost enough to send you in a tailspin or a night of depression or something. It's it's making the same mistake twice is a feeling I cannot describe. But I mean, if I could, oh my god, it's, I can't even put it into words. There's nothing worse to me than when I make the same mistake multiple times because it's just such a show of ignorance such a display of ignorance such a display you did this before and you got results you didn't like and look look what you did you did it again when you got more results you didn't like (laughs) like it's 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 crushing man it is it is crushing if you are an adaptable person, when you make those slip up, it's cr- it's so crushing because it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen often. You usually have an aversion to things. You tip you typically catch on and you move well, but then there's these things that that scratch you and they almost like challenge you. You al- you're almost like you almost feel like I'm I'm smarter than whatever this obstacle is, and maybe the reason it didn't work out for me is because I did it the wrong way. So let me try to do it again this way. And that shit still fucks you in the ass or the shit doesn't work out. And then you feel twice as fucking dumb because it's like, I knew it. I knew it. I knew to leave this shit alone. I knew I should have just left this shit alone entirely. But what I do, what I do, tried to get fucking cute. That shit will you'll spin out, man. You'll be at a fucking bar spinning out. <laughs> I can't stand making the same mistake twice, man. I'll miss an exit once and then I'm going somewhere again and miss the exit again. And I'll be like, bro, I'll be ready to fucking flip my car over. Like, yo, I just missed this fucking exit again. Ready to flip out. Have a fucking stroke, man. It's just, it fucking sucks, man. It sucks fucking up when you know better. That shit sucks, man. But, um, damn, man. Where are we at? 38 minutes. This was supposed to be a five minute little jump down, man. I'm in the middle of fucking doing something. It's fucking midnight now. <sighs> damn, time got away from me. But, um, hey, man, here, you know, you know how we like to do it here, though, man. I know I put a lot of so-so energy out in the air, uh, but uh, you know we always end on the positive. I think I guess the positive snippet you know we can end on. Uh, I'll repeat it again. Just because things could be better doesn't mean they're not amazing already. Stack Slurry Podcast. Can't tell me nothing. Uh uh-uh, uh, you can't tell me nothing.